more of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. Five after five here on High Tide. Good morning, everybody. It looks like it's going to be a good day out on the water. Um, in, well, not that far off the coast, if you like uh, the Pitwater Botany Bay area. We're looking at north to north uh, easterly winds, 10 knots increasing 15 to 20 in the afternoon. We have heard reports a bit further off uh, offshore. It's going to be around the 30 mark. Wonder where it's what it's going to be like where on the Gold Coast. Paul Burt is going. Let's find out. He's heading out today. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. How the uh, how the hell are you on a Sunday morning? Bloody beautiful. We're not too bad. We should let Laurie know that we're uh, going to be just a touch late for him. Hey, Laurie, if you're listening, mate, just uh, put on the kettle, buddy. You'll be uh, <laughs> we'll be five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to say, yeah, we're heading out. This, so it was a last-minute decision to come out and try our luck. The weather is phenomenal. It's, uh, we've got uh, basically variable winds, southeast, northeast sea breeze, uh, 10 knots. I think every boat ramp's going to be inundated with a million boats up here, mm. given that it is the, uh, the highest amount of registered boats per capita in the southern hemisphere and with about eight boat ramps on the Gold Coast. Really? I think every one of them is going to be busy. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, but, uh, couldn't couldn't blame them, though. It's just a magic day to get out there oh, and get great, amongst it. So what, what's the target species today? Mate, target I'm going out with Luke Poyle. Uh, he's a family-owned business. They run and own Tweed Bait, biggest mm-hmm. bait supplier on the east coast of the country. So uh, we're going out with Lukey, and we're going to target Spanish mackerel. See, mackerel have been... Uh, you know, uh, illegal to catch in Queensland throughout February. Uh, they did open up the, uh, uh, the I guess, the uh, waters for catching mackerel last Friday mm-hmm. um, for a few days, and then come March, it closes down for another three and a half weeks. So, um, you know, all the fish have, uh, haven't been touched up along the Queensland coast, but Tweed Heads and New South Wales. So we're going to be heading down off sort of Brunswick Way, and I think that's a good spot out of um, out of Brunny, Brunny River, and hopefully the bale's not too bad. Right. Fantastic. And yeah. and what what are you going to just troll around some garfish or yeah, something? Or? Yeah, well, the bonito and thick at the moment. So I mm. think we'll just use some bonito and uh, and troll those dead baits. So put a chin rig underneath the bonito. You can get that chin rigs from Anaconda and just put a chin rig underneath them, bridle them up and, um, or, you know, just uh, rubber band around the head and, uh, and away you go. But, you know, I think that'll be the, 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 the key to success. There's a lot of bonito balls out there in schools and the fish will be eating those. They, it's really hard for them to, to turn up a, a good, solid, Benito, you know, 400 grammar. Uh, but also, um, you know, other catches that have been happening at the moment have been mangrove jacks, and they've been prolific in the estuary. So some beautiful mangrove jack around the, uh, the creaking canals, the mid to upper reaches of the Noosa throughout the Mooloola. It's been, it's been really good. We've had some awesome catches over the past, you know, the, the past week on, on jacks. And I think with the northerly wind coming through this week, uh, with the temperature back up a bit and the barometer rising a bit more, I think we'll see some some more good catches of jacks uh, being caught. Um, a few banana prawns, boys, starting to finally turn up. I mean, it's, we can't compare it to last year. Last year was just a phenomenal year on banana prawns. Uh, this year, you know, it comes back to the normal starting time. You know, last year we were getting them around December, January, and normally we get them around that sort of February, March, April. Uh, so it's going to be swinging back into that time frame. But there's been a few around the Redland Channel, so if anyone's keen for those. And uh, definitely while you're up there, put the mud crow pots out. There's been no shortage of muddies uh, taken. Perfect. Plenty of whiting rank gold and green bank. Yep. Flathead as well. So we've seen some pretty good good fishing over the past few days. Magic. Now, just to get back to the, the mackerel, are you going to use those uh, new Shimano Speedmasters, those uh, lever nah, drag speed? Too high, 
Yeah. To, to, well, the Speedmasters, the name says it all, um, mm. Speedmaster. They're super fast. So they're over a 6.1 to 1 to 1 uh, or 6.4 to 1 uh, gear ratio. So I'm going to be running TLD 25s. And I've actually got mono instead of braid because these fish, when they hit, you know, they've got a little go bit fast, of stretch. Yeah. Probably otherwise, you'd rip the hook out of them out. So I'm using TLD 25 matched up to a 7-foot Therese rod. Uh, it's only about a 30-pound stick, so it's nice and light. But the, the key to success when you are targeting these fish, you can either have like a down rig or something like that, because it's in gear, out of gear, it's pretty slow sort of fishing, um, is that to uh, to keep your line pretty level of water. So I've got these re- uh, these rod holders from Relax uh, up here in Queensland. Dave Allen and uh, owns that company with his family uh, from small Sam Allen wholesalers. Um, and they're, they're basically a horizontal rod holder. It goes in your rod holder, but you can just adjust the height. So that way I can flick my rods onto that more level playing field to keep your rod in in case you go on a turn when you do turn port or starboard and you get a strike your rod will fall out right so mm. I, I use I use um, Fido's dog leash so I just put a dog leash on super cheap wrap it around the side of the gunnel and uh, hook it onto your, your uh, cleats on top of your uh, your reel and away you go that there way you if go. you just fall out you pull it back in magic yeah right. good way to do it great way to do it so. yeah Paul right, we've started looking forward to it Paul, we've started podcasting the show here, and uh, we're getting smashed in uh, Belgium and India. And the boys are telling me it's all thanks to you. So thank you very much for that. We do appreciate it. Um, I'm looking for the Indian recipe and uh, also Belgium. I don't know what sort of recipe they want over there. <laughs> and speaking of things online, the, the, shows, the, the show replays are still available online, and we're not all that far off kicking off a brand-new season. Yeah, that's awesome. Congratulations. You know, the podcasts are good. You know, um, India, fantastic, uh, you know, people in curry and great trainways. And uh, Belgium, yeah, there's great, great chocolate. Yeah, very good chocolate. Awesome chocolate. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, a tip for you. Get a coffee. Make a coffee like get your coffee machine. I don't know if everyone's got a coffee machine. Go get an espresso. They're pretty cheap from Costco. Yeah, Mr. Bird's and, uh, got one in his mate. boat. Oh, mate, put, put a... Uh, Blakey's got a he's, he's a <laughs> yeah, but, Blakey's got Blakey's so got a Starbucks in his boat, you know. Let's put yeah, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> <laughs> I think he, I think but put a bit of Belgian chocolate into your into your um coffee and just stir it around and uh oh, butter bim butter boom sounds sounds pretty good to me and that way you'll have like a, a mocha. Mm, very nice. Anyway, um, you know what, I'm, I'm, waiting, I'm waiting for the chocolate fillers. Yeah, what? Chocolate fillers of snapper. <laughs> Chocolate covers. Oh, oh, mate, I'll tell you, you, you'll be right. That's yep. all good. I'm pulling into the boat ramp now, and there are literally, oh, man, there's, there is a non-stop wipe of boats here. So, oh. anyways. Okay, you you head off. Fun yeah, we'll do. And, mate, yeah, Laurie's up next. So, uh, good morning to you, Laurie. Hope you're well, buddy. And um, I know if I was talking to Laurie now, he'd probably give me a job in the nose because I took his spot. Sorry, hey, guess what? Sorry, He's there. What? He's there. Hey, Laurie. <laughs> Good morning, Paul. <laughs> hey, I'm so sorry, mate. It was Kieran. Kieran told me. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to get you on office. I missed yesterday, so I'm, I'm very relaxed this morning. I've got uh, household duties today. Okay. Mate, look, 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 Laurie, uh, Kieran said, we'll just uh, keep keep Paul on, and uh, Laurie can hold on. Uh, I don't want to get my suit, mate. It's okay. I, I know my place. Hey PB, if you can't find your, your your plugs for the back of the boat, you know Laurie's got them. Have a have a good day out there, champ. You too, boys. All the best to you. Take care. Good to talk to you. Thank you very much for getting me Ma- early. I appreciate it. There he is, the man himself.
causing drama at the boat ramp. I've got no doubt in a few moments' time. Oh, Laurie, how are you? I'm very well this morning, yeah. Had a lovely day out yesterday with young Jasper from next door. He yep. got his first cobia. He got about a four-kilo cobia. And we got four we got actually got four cobia, and he got a uh, long-tail tuna, a nice eight-kilo long-tail tuna, which we're going to have for sashimi this afternoon. <laughs> and... Um, what else? Oh, he lost a he lost a nice mackerel, but that was it. Just a little fell out. That happens when exactly what Paul Brewer said. When you fish with braid, if you were, because we're putting a lot of weight on them to get them away from the sharks, uh, yeah, we he just pulled the hook. So anyway, but we had a great day. So we had four four cobia, which are for people who don't know, they're called all sorts of names: black kingfish, crab eater. They are sensational eating. Top ten, top ten in Australia on the plate. So. Uh, We'll have uh, we'll have some fish cocktails made of cobia through the week, and, uh, and as I said, sashimi bluefin tonight. All right. We um, had some. Talking, we had some mixed. We'll take the ad break. We'll come back to a good fishing well, just, just before we do, we had a, a, a confused message from you uh, yesterday. Oh, what no, was confused? I wasn't confused. By the time it got to us, confused. it was. I was fine. What was the What was the story <laughs> with the bar? No, no, it was just jumpy. Just proceed with caution. It was about oh, five foot and cresting and. I saw it with a bloke inside me, unbelievably. One, one of the, don't ask me, I don't know, he, one of the blokes got lost, I don't know, in the lights or did something, ended up exactly where you shouldn't be and got one over the top and he was yelling on the radio and anyway, he got out of it. That's good. <laughs> Turned the pumps on, <laughs> change of underpants and away he went, he was right. <laughs> well, as the boss just said, Laurie, we'll take a break and come back and we'll grab some fish reports. It's 15 after five. As the cost of living rises... Families living in poverty are having to make impossible choices. For children like Sarah, this means going back to school without the essentials every child needs to thrive. Sarah and over 6,000 children like her are waiting for sponsors right now. Your sponsorship can provide the learning essentials and extra support they urgently need for school. Please sponsor an Australian child today. Search The Smith Family. EV6 GT, a sleek, pure electric supercar. Enjoy your flight. The Kia EV6 GT. Kia, movement that inspires. Recently retired and want to give back to the community, looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause. Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1800 805 366 or go to view.org.au. Because they specialise in strata complex unit and commercial building repairs or upgrades, Network Construction Services are the remedial building specialists that you can trust and you really can trust them. They're good. So if you do need repairs or you do need refurbishments or maintenance to your strata complex or unit or commercial building, Network Construction Services are the leaders in remedial building work. Call Steve, 9808 Easy Mortgages offers flexible home loans to suit whatever stage you're at. Whether you're buying a home, investing, renovating or refinancing, they'll help you compare and save. Easy Mortgages lends quickly and easily. 
offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Visit the website, key in your details and get an answer within 24 hours. Go to easymortgages.com.au or call 1300-003-003. Australian Credit Licence Number 535100. For the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, try Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel. Always read the label, use only as directed and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest stiff sore and sorry stockist go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone ray on 040-66-71-359 2SM has Sydney talking 2SM has Sydney talking More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Just gone 18 after 5 here on High Tide on the Super Radio Network. We're chatting with Laurie McAnally this morning. Point us in the right direction for a feed. Well, obviously I've got good information. I don't know if it's on the Facebook page. Kieran might tell me. Um, I fished with PJ on Tuesday. It is. And Neville from Bilpin. Yeah. The Apple Man, but he's not. He's retired now. He's down lives down in Sydney near Pennant Hills Road. But we fished and uh, we got uh, five mackerel and a cobia. So Neville got the first Spanish mackerel of the season on our boat. I haven't got any. I've, I've lost two. And he uh, he was very skillful. Kept kept it away from the sharks. The sharks had about three goes at the mackerel and missed it every time. And he got it to the gap. So he got a nice ten or eleven kilo Spanish mackerel. Did he, did did PJ put some Pickies on the on yep. the Facebook page. Just show the legs now. Yeah, yep. I can see him now. Yeah, well, there you go. You'll see young Neville with his Neville needed a Neville needs a good haircut, but under that he's all right. His jokes are poor. His jokes, his humor, sense of humor is really a bit, bit different. But otherwise, Neville's well, okay. he might have to have some off the top of his head, and you need some around your chin. I know, I haven't got any. <laughs> That's a family tradition, Kieran. True. Years ago, we were at a, a family, you know, a funeral for one of my uncles. And I'm there with my mum, and uh, we, as we came out of the church, I said, Mum, did you see those four cousins that have got hair? And, I, and she said, yes. And I said, that's where Auntie jumped the fence, mate. <laughs> I got punched for that. <laughs> if you're a McAnally, you don't have any hair. <laughs> anyway, um, I shouldn't tell family secrets, should I? No. No, but we had a lovely... We had a, we, and you can see, if you look in the background with Neville and PJ, we we, uh, we fished in beautiful conditions, absolutely lovely. So, uh, and those were the mackerel, the spotty mackerel, were caught trolling, high-speed trolling. Yep. So uh, I've got that down, I've got that worked out now, so I, I know now what lures, where to put them, and how to pull them, and, uh, and I'm doing really well with catching them. So when them. you say high-speed, what are we doing? 20 kilometres an hour right on out. the plotter. That's mm-hmm. your S. This is, I won't confuse you, but SOG, speed over ground, yep. 20 kilometres. Right. And I'm moving along. And you're three, sa- three saying, uh, are you going to tell us the, the lures? Uh, you can't buy them, I make them. All right, okay. And everyone's. Now, <laughs> there's a, there's a, this is the stuff I bought back from China that I went over there when I was a commercial fisherman. Mm-hmm. And I thought, this will work. So I bought all the goodies and, yeah, I, I just assemble them myself now. So, yeah, if you can't buy them, I only give them away. I don't sell them. There you go. So, so if, you've, if you've got the people I've given them to, always end up losing them and then ring me back and want more lures. 
Yes. Anyway, you can, all they are is jet heads with a little cup face. You can buy, you can buy the heads and make your own lures. It's uh, pull all those industrial skirts off them and just put a pink. Uh, the, the, the two colours that are hot are called rainbow and and uh, just the normal uh, lipstick sort of pink, the hot pink. Um, a bit of tinsel underneath and keep the hooks small. We're using double seven, double six hooks, five o. Very small hooks because. Um, if you put the bigger hooks in them, for some reason they can either see them, but they don't want to strike them. So small hooks, <clears throat> and you troll fast. And the faster you go, the further back the lure goes. So you've got your lures back uh, 50 metres odd, I suppose. The two big ones. The two. I trolled two two larger lures, about six or seven inches, and two uh, smaller lures, about four or four inch. Um, it's not a big uh, it's not a big deal, but once you got it sorted out, yeah, you get plenty of fish. I've been catching them. That, that's, yesterday was the first day I haven't caught anything on a lure uh, for nearly a month and a half. Every day I've gone, I've caught them all on the on the lures. So we the only we actually lost one on a pilly yesterday, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I am trolling with mono. I don't troll with um, with uh, with braid for exactly the reason that Bertie stated you. Spotty mackerel got quite soft mouths. If you use braid, you'll pull a lot of hooks. The sponginess of the uh, of the of the mono keeps the keeps the hook in the fish. Right. And then we're just drifting. If after we do, we you, the the trolling business works really well till about eight a.m. because it's they, it works best in low light. So sort of the things the lures sort of flashing along. The mackerel either hits it or misses it, and they you know, they're a bit like greyhound. You're a greyhound and a rabbit. If it zips huh. past them, they just feel. Uh, an overwhelming desire to grab it, <laughs> so, and they do. And I will, I will say, look, last, the, last year when I, they were on, some mornings I actually bagged out before I actually got to the mackerel ground. Between the bar and, and, and getting to the mackerel ground, I'd have my five mackerel and have to turn around and go home. <laughs> so it does work. You've just got to work on, on getting your lures right. But, yeah, a like, little thin profile. And the reason I use the cup faces is that they hold... If you use a bullet head, the wind and that will blow them around. They move around in the wake too much. The cup faces grab, put a little pressure coefficient against the gears, getting technical for Kieran, you'll get lost. Your eyes will blaze over your gear. <laughs> um, once I get into the maths, Kieran drifts off somewhere. Um, but, yeah, they, they, it puts some pressure against the, uh, the rod so that the line stays nice and straight to the rod. So that's why I'm using their little, as I said, their little cup-faced... Uh, you can buy them. Uh, around the town, if you if you scratch around the, the the lure makers, it's just that the skirts are not generally the right colour, and they for some reason they're they either just like pink or rainbow. But uh, and I think they'll the smaller mackerel or the little school mackerel like uh, white um, lures. So okay. just have a look. It's one of those things you have a play with. And uh, uh, if there was fishing magazines around, I'd, I'd write it all up. But there's no more fishing magazines, so we might put it on Facebook. Hey, Kieran. I reckon that's a good way to go. We'll do it. It'll go, it'll go up on Facebook now. Do it for me, because I can't. <laughs> yeah, do, okay. a, do a video with uh, Pete Johnson. Well, next time Pete comes, we might do it. Yeah, he yeah. could do one of his little educational videos. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the way. Guest starring well, Warren well, Mack. He's only an hour and 20 minutes away. He can zoom up one. Exactly. We'll go and do another morning one day when he's got nothing to do. We'll meet him out at the truck stop. He just made him run <laughs> off the road. Drives, drives <laughs> past all the time. <laughs> choked on his coffee. You're not another yeah. bloody job. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we had a great day and uh, it's good company and uh, as I said Neville very skillfully got his Spanish mackerel in and 
uh, nobody else has got them, so well, yeah. Uh, what else did we do? And yesterday, obviously, uh, a few fish. So the mackerel fishing's all right. There's a, on the charter boats, uh, Polish Pete, our fishing buddy, on uh, who goes on Sea Scout, he got a seven kilo snapper. Mm. Well, I think it was six point, you know, eight five or something. But seven kilo clean snapper uh, on uh, on Sea Scout on Friday, and a nice feed of pearlies and pigfish and a few other bits and pieces to go with it. So he's he's pretty happy. He sent me this thing. He's, he he sent me this thing on the on the email showing me the photo and bragging about how clever he was. <laughs> and I just said, looks like the snapper was very seriously depressed. So, as <laughs> that night. Um who was talking fishing to me there on Friday, that Dave Munsey. Yeah. Yeah, he was talking about, you know, oh, I better go up there and uh, teach Laurie a bit about fishing. I said, yeah, yeah, can. He can I, I'm sure he'll enjoy that. You better get in quick. I'm at, I'll be on Kangaroo Island in a few weeks. I'll, I'll be there for three weeks. Kangaroo Island? Yeah, uh, then Port Lincoln and then uh, Menindi. Very nice. Yeah, a bit what of What are you going to get at Menindi? Hey? What are you going to fish for at Menindi? Yellow belly. Same as I do every time I go out there. I'll be at Weir 10, folks. You'll find me at Weir 10 with the sun coming up. Yep, I'll camp just up from Weir 10 and go down and catch my yellow belly and a few cod. Yeah, it's all good. Although Beautiful. there's been a fish kill apparently at Menindi. There has yeah. been, yeah. This week. Mm. Yeah. In, They've in, had a couple the of late. Or something. I'll, I'll find out. My spies out there will send me an email. I'm They'll sure. have a few more too once they start to, the uh, carp. Well, there's not many carp, I'm told, this year. Eh? I'm told it's 90% yellow belly. They're not catching many carp. Anyway, look, I, it's just uh, we just like Menindi. Julie likes to photograph out there. She does all her wildlife photography, and I go fishing. Beautiful. That's the, and she'll do the same on Kangaroo Island. I'm booked for two days on the charter boat at Kangaroo Island. I'm booked for two days on the charter boat at um, KI, uh, Port Lincoln, and I've got a night a night on the sardine boat catching sardines with the commercial guys. Oh, fun. Down there. Yeah, awesome. I'll have to send but, Grant up there to your place yeah. and, and take him out so he can be up to date with catching fish. Yeah, well, when I come back from South Australia, he's most welcome. He's, <laughs> okay. got, to, he's got to get squeezed in between that trip and then when's the next one after that? Um, I don't know. There's plenty of them this year. Uh, I'm booked in. Uh, I'm booked in in June and July. Uh, yeah, June, July. I'm booked in at. Uh, Jeez, I'll have to check what days I'm going to travel north. Well, he might like to come up there. If just fly him up to Malulabar. I'll pick him up. <laughs> Kieran just <laughs> fell off the chair. <laughs> I, I'm with you, Laurie. I'm with you. <laughs> the face oh, he made at, just then. I'm at, uh, at Hinchinbrook Island for a month uh, at Port Douglas in um, October. <laughs> November, I'm trout fishing. Now, I'm pretty busy this year, Kieran. Yeah, no. I get a lot of raving reports this year. <laughs> Good. We'll get you anyway, one. We'll get you uh, an online sure booking it's service. Tell you what, it's going to be. It'll be interesting for the people in Belgium. Better ones this week. There's a few fish around the seven kilo mark. There's a few wahoo there. Stay wide of the rock. Look, if you hook up in close, you better you better move fast. The sharks will get them. But there were a couple of days where the sharks didn't didn't feed on the fish, so. There were quite a few fish caught, so fish rock for wahoo and yellowfin, and an odd kingy that's legal. I saw a few jigged up that were uh, that were correct size. Uh, what else was there? Black rock's got a few nice snapper. Hatheads. Now we better go back onto the beach and rock. Hatheads still got cobia off the point, and a few Spanish, but you won't get your Spanish past the. I doubt you'll get your Spanish past the uh, sharks, but you'll get the cobia. 
Uh, there's a few tailor along the rocks as well. A few, um, a few big bream. Plenty of bonito. Every every, all the deep rock ledges have got bonito and mac tuna for people throwing uh, half big quarters. If you if you've still got a half big quarter, <laughs> there's a bit of history there too. Mm. Um, so that's uh, that, that side of it's all right. The actual beach is not so good. Beaches are quiet. It's um, whether there's not much formation or not much food on. There's a, few, a scattering, a little scattering of whiting, brim and dart. There's, beaches are very quiet. In the estuary, McClay's picked up on the whiting front. I saw some people cleaning some very nice whiting yesterday at the Jerseyville uh, cleaning table. So uh, they were fishing upriver towards the old boys, what we, used, what we call the boys' home, which was um, along the river there, halfway up. So they, they had some nice whiting up to sort of 35, 38 centimetre stuff, good size. A few brim, a few flatties. Uh, the lower reaches have got very good flathead along the walls still. This is the best flathead run here for a decade. I'd say. We had a really good run about five years ago, but this is better. These fish are all, sort of, or nearly all, sort of around the, you know, either sort of, you know, 800 grams to 1.2 kilo. They're lovely sized flatties. So uh, either live herrings or, uh, or vibes and uh, drift along the walls and you can't go too far wrong. A few school dewies and uh, plenty of bass. Uh, Good lot of bass everywhere upstream from Green Hills up. You'll get uh, some really, really nice bass up to 45 centimetres. So um, the fishing's pretty good. Excellent. So, so I'll, many I'll options. leave you with that. I was disappointed to hear about the diving, the protest down at Montague Island. Just I yes. thought all that nonsense yeah, was finished. Yeah. But they're, they're, these you guys know. are warming up if the, first the government changes and they get a, another minister of the well. Yeah. I, I was horrified to see that Steve Warner is going to run for. Um, uh, for uh, Canberra or for the um, 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 Monaro. Mm. Uh, so in the state government, God help you. If you vote for Steve Wan, good luck. I had to deal with him when he was fisheries minister in New South Wales and he, he, he doesn't even want to listen to you. He's not interested in fishing, but he wants to be fisheries minister so he can close everything down. Yep, yeah, exactly right. Um, he does have a bad habit of looking in the mirror and saying what a, how great that photo is. Yeah, well, I've got news for you. When I had to deal, I've dealt with a, a succession of fisheries ministers. I mean, the National Party people just don't want to know you because it's, they're, they're not really interested in fishing. No. But no. they don't do anything horrible to you either. So although nearly did, they nearly shut Sydney Harbour. Yeah. But when they realised they were going to get tarred and feathered and dragged by their testicles down Macquarie Street, they decided to not do that. Um, oh, but, no, uh, Melinda, Melinda likes... The fishing. She was Melinda, in Melinda was never fisheries minister. Mate. Exactly no, right. Should have been. Let me tell you, the bloke we've got now—he <laughs> doesn't know a mullet from a marlin. No. Mate, he's just lost. No, um, poor old Dougal. He's, he's got uh, yeah. And the the problem with the the DPI is that you know fisheries fishing, you know recreational fishing in particular, but also commercial fishing and uh, hunting is you know bigger than the agriculture sector if you add them both together it needs yeah. to be separated out from dpi it does yeah, no, it, it needs to be issue. a separate minister that handles fishing and hunting no, but the real issue is we've had the national party in for 12 years mm-hmm. they always select a western side agriculture minister yep who, who then thinks that they're highly qualified to do um you know to be fisheries minister because they went fishing at Foster with their grandfather at Christmas time. Exactly right. And they they haven't got and, and all. But, but as I said, they usually don't do anything horrible to us. Well, they but they don't do anything to fix anything either. No, they're, they're good the, for the turning up for, the for photo opportunities. They think they can improve fishing by banning us from fishing. Yep, dead right. 
Uh, they're scary, but no, I, just so the taxpayers of New South Wales know, you taxpayers pay $20 million, $20 million a year to subsidise scuba diving, commercial scuba diving in New South Wales. Yep. Just so you know, and everywhere you dive around the world, if you dive in a protected area, you pay a levy to the government for, you know, enforcement and research. Here, you pay nothing. No. So when we finally get a decent fisheries minister... He might ask the DPI to, you know, and, and his marine parks people to start charging these people for what they cost the taxpayer. Okay, 100%. and when I'm he does that, wait there, Loz. So that's my little two minutes on the soapbox. Yeah, Loz, and when it, when we get that happening, maybe the transport minister might work out that push bikes should be registered. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Off you go. I've got a push bike. Bugger off. Yeah, right. There's something out of left field for you. All right, we've got to grab a nap. Laurie, thanks for your time. I'm going to go for a mountain bike ride this morning. Cheers, mate. Have fun, Laurie. Thank you, guys. Laurie McAnally there. It's 26 away from 6. Imitators come and go, but there is only one John Laws. Over the weekend, I got taken for $8,311.24, but it was just so real. I just can't believe how I fell for it. I used to smoke like a chimney. I was crazy, and when I realised I was crazy, I stopped. It's going to become a thing of the past, at least in uh, New Zealand, where the country's parliament has just passed a law which will slowly result in a total ban on selling tobacco, and I think that's a very brave thing for New Zealand to do. Mate, I'm glad you brought up yesterday about New South Wales bureaucrats, especially in transport. Good on you for giving them a serve. They need it, and they need more of it. Thankfully, um, we've got people like you that do that. The John Laws Morning Show returns in 2023 on 2SM. Got a boat or a jet ski? How good is getting out on the open water? Throw in a line, tow a tube, or just soak up the sun. But what if something happened to your boat? Get peace of mind with Club Marine Boat Insurance. They're specialist boat insurers and have been around for more than 50 years. Flexible cover for your jet ski or boat, motor or trailer, and gear all in one policy. Get a quote at clubmarine.com.au. T's and C's apply. Check the PDS to see if this product is right for you. Go to the Club Marine website for a PDS and TM. Hi, Shelley Craft here. Make it a great Aussie summer with Australian Made. Look for genuine Aussie products carrying the trusted green and gold kangaroo logo. There's thousands to choose from. Whether you're planning a backyard barbie, a day at the beach with the family and friends, or just chilling at home, remember to look for the famous green and gold Australian Made logo and support our Aussie makers, farmers, and retailers this summer. Visit australianmade.com.au forward slash summer to find genuine Aussie products. Summer is here and you want your car air conditioning working at its best. You'll be blown away with the air conditioning service at your local Repco Authorised Service Centre. Our fully qualified mechanics will help keep you cool through the summer with a comprehensive service of your car's air conditioning system. So book online today at repcoservice.com. Whether you dream of winning a Commonwealth Games gold medal or three, like the Australian Jackaroos, or you're just searching for your next social competitive sport, that could make you a local legend. The skills you've honed over a lifetime of playing sport will make you a legend on the bowls green. And that green is just up the road. 
Bowls. Local legends wanted. Find a club near you. Visit bowls.com.au and click on Find a Club. 2SM. Australia's king of talkback radio, John Laws, 9am weekdays. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. 23 to 6. Now, Kieran Ricky has stepped out of the studio, which means we've just run right, Steve and I. Yes. So we've got a plan now. We're going to get. We're going to do this Laurie McAnally thing, but it's getting a little bit bigger now, yeah. isn't it? Yep, exactly right. Yep, we'll rope in Blakey and, uh, you know, so get his plane, and uh, it's all going to be very exciting. We, we we figured though, right? If we 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 all get PJ, we get you, we get me, and we get Blakey. Unfortunately, there's no room for Kieran. No, is that all right with you, PJ? Well, look, if it's first time Kieran's hands hit the bottom of his pocket, that'd be fine because like he can pay for Blakey's plane to be chartered. And no point taking him because he'll only fall over in the boat. So the four of us might as well have some fun. Well, he doesn't know about it yet, in fairness. But that that doesn't matter, does it? He could still go on it, and he wouldn't remember it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you are fired up. Funny because it's true. Actually, I I had um, Sue from Stanthorpe uh, call me yesterday and, and and a chat to me over breakfast and. She's a big fan of Kieran. She thinks he's so lovely and 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 soft spoken and and kind and so you know she's a, he's got at least one fan out there, which is good. Yeah. So hang on, hang on. We we Something's down. going wrong with me radio. I'm hearing funny noises. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so you you got out with uh, Mr. McAnally during the week and got some fishies. Yeah, no, it's, it's finally eventuated, and uh, yeah, I hadn't seen Neville from Bilton for a long time, and it was good to uh, catch up with him and basically go along just experience the day. I mean, as the rods go off, Nev's going, grab it. I said, no, you grab it, Nev. I've caught mackerel before, so mm. I was happy just, just to uh, let Neville have the rod. So I got one, Laurie got one, and we let Nev have the, the, the other three. And, um, no, it's really good. Laurie's a great skipper, and he's, that trolling message for Spotties, is, um, he's got that down pat. And uh, I know there's been some people that doubt what he does, and all I can say is, you guys that doubt what he's doing, get off out of the bar, get out of your chair and experience life, because that's what makes great fishermen, people that go out and push the envelope and try different things. I mean... As, as Laurie said, he's gone up there and he's been trolling and he's got his five mackerel before he gets to the mackerel grounds and he's had to turn up because he's got his bag, you know? Mm. Um, and and it's, it's things like that that make fishing what it is. I mean, you can, you can make fishing what you want it to be or you can make it out to be something that turns you away to go and play golf. And that's the idea of the videos, the tutorials that I'm putting up on the uh, High Tide Facebook page, and I'll put a link there to my YouTube channel because I'll, I'll be putting those through as well in detail. Um, to me, I, I don't want to sit there and glorify myself as a fisherman and say you lots of pictures or video of me catching fish. What I'd rather do is show you the steps from the start to get you to that stage so that you're the one taking the video of you catching fish. I mean, 
I've caught enough fish to last me four lifetimes. I want to see other people do it as well. Yeah, so it, it doesn't come across. It, it doesn't come across as you know, you know egotistical or anything like that. It does come across as educational, though, which is which is great. Well, that's that's what I want it to do. It's just same as when I stand up and do the talks at the at the Sydney International Boat Show or when we've done other shows. I've I've got a really good bait presentation that Steve Bowler's seen a couple of times. I've done that for um, the Shooter Fishes and Farmers Party uh, stands at shows and. I'm going to film that and put that all on the on the pages so people can sit there and, and watch in the comfort of their home and go, hey, I can do that. And then when they go and do it and put it into practice on their boat, then they'll be the ones to be able to say, you know, I, I learnt this and look at me, I've got a box of fish at the end of the day. And for me, there's nothing better for me as a fisherman to sit there at the Sydney Boat Show or any other show and, and, and tell people what will catch them fish, and then have them come back the next year and tell me, hey, PJ, I listened to you last year, I did what you said, and my fishing's improved. And for me, my job's done when they do that. Mm. You know, like, I don't need to go around and Wait there, PJ. Wait there, Pete. Did did you teach Ronnie Abdilla? Ronnie, I taught Ronnie a few things, and by the same token, I picked up a couple of things of fresh water off Ronnie. You know, he's he's yeah, not Ronnie's... he's had another uh, injection for his back. Yeah, quarters done. He's, he's not going so good there. Uh, yeah, it sounds like he's got a bit of pain. He um he put a little video together of when I took him out fishing in Sydney Harbour for blackfish at Dow and Pig. So I had a look at that. Thanks, Ronnie. I'll get back to you later on today. It's um. Yeah, no, that's the joy of getting old. You know, like, you can't get out of bed without sound effects these days. Yep. And for the reason, now I've actually got a bit of time to myself. I can I can put these videos up and get them going while my body and brain's still active. And hopefully the, the uh, several volumes of fishing encyclopedias that I have in my head portray out onto the videos for people to learn. Because as I say, we can, we can talk all about it here on the radio, but... Until you visualise it, people don't get the full picture. So that's all I'm trying to do. How do we put this on, on high tide? We can do this on high tide? Sorry? It's already there. Yeah, it's already there. Okay, good. Yeah, Karen, yeah, it's already there. But um, fish-wise, down, down home, it's been pretty good. The river's fishing, well, up until the other day, it was fishing really well. Um, plenty of whiting about on nippers and worms and... I um I went out with Linda the other day for the fishing comp. Um, Friday evening we went out for an hour, and uh, we got a couple of worms, both a couple of whiting, both on um, nippers and worms. And I'm very pleased to say I haven't done it for years, but I caught my own beach worms and I preserved them in metho, and they still caught fish a month later. So we're doing that one as a video as well, but. Um, Flathead have been going really, really well with um, surface lures. So if you're fishing the shallower margins, around about two to three feet, any of the surface-type lures, but crossfire lures have been going really well, as well as well as the pro lures. Mm. The pro lure um, S36, it's only a smaller um, crankbait-style lure, but that's been taking a lot of flathead. I oh, mean, that comes in... 
five different colours that I've got. I know there's a few more, but every colour's been taking fish. Uh, and as well, my good old favourite, the clone prawn, that's just going gangbusters at the moment on the flathead. The, uh, the brim are a little bit quiet. Um, I know Mark Taylor got a few off the beach, but I'd say they're uh, up the back end of the reaches in amongst the leashes, and with these big tides we've had, they're probably pushing right up into the buttress roots of the mangroves that you don't normally get to. I'd say they're getting a lot of condition and feeding on the mussels and all that up there in the mangroves. Um, putting on condition ready to spawn because with the mullet starting to, to um, build up in numbers, they'll be pushing out pretty much on the back of the mullet on their migratory runs north. The, um, the beaches, there's still some nice tailor about there. You won't get a lot, but the ones you get are pretty good quality. Like, I'm talking kilo and a half, kilo and three quarter. Yeah, they're um, nice fish. You might get one or... Yeah, good solid shoulders on them. One or two fish per session. Um, a lot of little fellas about, but when the little fellas go quiet, it's generally because the big fellas have moved in or there's a Jew swimming around in the gutter. Um, the Jews have been quiet, although if you go and fish with worms up towards the, uh, the um, entrance here at Farquhar Inlet, they're, they're going to drive you nuts. If you're fishing for whiting with worms, these little Jew take your worm baits and off they go. And um, Speaking about Farquhar, I don't think it'll be much longer before it closes up. The sand spit's reaching further and further to the south. The, the nor'easters blowing the sand to the inside of the passage. And what's happening then, it's created a, a sand spit in the middle, and it won't be long before those two join up. The more the sand spit builds, the more it's going to restrict the flow, and then the, the southern channel will um, block up, and then once that blocks up, it becomes a lagoon down the bottom end of the um, uh, at the um, Farquhar Inlet, and that's when our big flathead will come back, the really big girl. And I'm um, just saying that the other day. If you go onto a nipper bed and you go pumping your nippers for bait, what you want to do is spend time and walk around and look for a little coffin-shaped depressions in the sand or elongated diamonds, because that will tell you if the flathead have been there. And at low tide, you'll see these coffin-shaped depressions. Then come back on a rising tide and fish with a, a nipper or a prawn or a mullet pattern lure, and you'll be surprised at how many flatheads you get. It's, it's, not, it's not rocket science. It's a matter of picking up on the signs that nature leaves you. Yeah, you've got to... Um, and, you're... Got to know what to look for, Pete. Hey, listen, we're going to leave it. I've got to go and catch up with Matt. He'll be saying that you've taken up all his time. Oh, no, he won't, because he wants me to do a few videos for him now. He's <laughs> <laughs> oh, so he'll it's be a new nice career. about it. <laughs> well, like I said, I don't know how I had so much time to work full time with all the stuff I'm doing now. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> good on you, PJ. Have a good one. Right, and um, one final thing. <laughs> <laughs> everybody. Twelve minutes away from six. Brain tumor, migraine, dementia, concussion. Have you Dyslexia. or someone you love MSA. been touched by a brain disorder, disease, or injury? Motor neurone disease, stroke, epilepsy. Alzheimer's. There can be no cure Disturbia. without research. Parkinson's. Help the ones you love by donating to research today. Visit brainfoundation.org.au or call 1300 Brain tumour. Migraine. Dementia. 
Concussion. Have you or someone you love been touched by a brain disorder, disease or injury? Motor neurone disease, stroke, epilepsy, Alzheimer's. There can be no cure without research. Parkinson's. Help the ones you love by donating to research today. Visit brainfoundation.org.au or call 1300-88-6660. If building a new home is on your radar, you should think about doing it the Powell Kid Homes way. For your peace of mind, Powell Steel Frame Homes are six-star energy efficient and can be upgraded to C2 Cyclone and Bushfire Flame Zone ratings. To find out how you can build your own home, the Powell Kit Homes way, you go to Powell, that's P-A-A-L, kithomes.com.au, or you can phone Powell on 1800 024912. Got it? 1-800-024-912. If you're looking to start a business, buying a franchise is an excellent option, and with all group franchises, you'll have ongoing support. The home services industry is experiencing rapid growth as people are too busy to maintain their homes. All group franchises offers a range of home services franchise options, including lawns and gardens, and you'll be trained in every aspect. Visit allgrouppranchises.com.au or call 0429 691 413. That's 0429 691 413. Trying to choose new flooring, window furnishings or rugs for your home? Choices Flooring's Room View makes it easy to find the look you've been searching for. Whatever the space or your flooring needs, simply take a photo of the area in your home and select your flooring styles, window furnishings or rugs from the thousands of colours, styles and texture options. Using Choices Flooring's Room View, you can see your selections right in your own home. Then send your favourites to your local Choices Flooring store to book a free measuring quote. Something that can help you manage mild arthritis and other aches and pains is Arborvitae Joint Health, just like it helped Gary. Take my word for it, just take it. The worst that you can do is not like it or it doesn't work. That's the worst that can happen. Other than that, just give it a go. Always read the label and follow the directions for use. Go to Arborvitae, that's A-R-B-O-R-V-I-T-A-E dot com dot A-U or phone Arborvitae on 1300 879 863. Everything you need to know now. Sydney's 2SM. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Eight minutes away from six at six, we'll update the news for you. We're about to head off to 163 Salamander Way, Salamander Bay. No Matt this morning, but we do have Tony online. Good morning. How are you? Yeah, I'm great, mate. And you? Not too bad. Now, they tell me you're a bit of a uh, a, a beekeeper. Has, has it, there been a resurgence after all of the problems earlier on? No, mate, look, there's, um, we won't have bees in this particular, or what they call the red zone, for uh, three to five years. Oh, wow. Uh, the latest um, from the DPI. Um, they're still having outbreaks of the varroa mite, which has absolutely devastated the bee industry, particularly around this the peninsula and the areas that it has... Um, Infiltrated, but we can only hope that they uh, they uh, get it under control and uh, we can get back to what's normal. But um, what that'll be after this is very, very hard to say. A new type of normal. Uh, yeah, well, that's we we should be getting used to that. We've had a lot of that um, new types of normal, haven't we? <laughs> yeah. How's the fishing been? 
Look, uh, I've got to be honest and say I haven't had a chance to even to wet a wine for the last couple of months. I've been very, very busy, but uh, I get all the stories when I work here, you know, like they sort of like to come in and gloat a little bit because they know that you can't get out. But <laughs> look, I, I think all in all, whilst it's been... Um, the beach hasn't fired up as well as it has in previous years. But uh, He said that we, yesterday. Yeah, whatever that is or whatever the reason for that is, um, well, God only knows. Um, but look, in, in around the bay, there's... Look, some very, very good flathead been taken and um, uh, Benito, um, they're still getting some um, some brim, some good quality brim too, but it's really not the time of year that I target brim. I tend to target the whiting and the, uh, and the flathead or the whiting off the beaches and the flathead in the estuary when I get a chance to go, but... All in all, the reports are good from anywhere from sort of Shoal Bay all the way up the bay to Karui. You know, like there's just just so many places you can fish here. It's, it's a fisherman's paradise at the end of the day. You know, people go crook about sentry uh, zones and things like that. In the great scheme of things, they don't take up a great deal of the water. Oh, they're doing some areas, like 47% of Sydney Harbour, but... <clears throat> Yeah, well, yeah, that's, um, yeah, okay, well... And, and, and now they want to put a mile and a half, or one and a half kilometres around Montague Island, yeah. and... Uh, no, they never stop. They, they always want to take more, and they, they yeah, want to do look, more. If, if they came along and done it like the Americans did, I think everybody would be uh, supporting it. Whereas, okay, we're going to put in this marine park along the coast. But yep. you can still fish it, but this uh, this is the only methods that you can use to fish it, which yeah, doesn't you allow you to use anchors or anything like that. On charges the have been levelled at a minute. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, yeah, I, I agree with you. That some of it's craziness. I mean, if you look at the fishing industry in South Australia, for argument's sake, I mean, you can't take snapper in South Australia at, at all. Hmm. Yep. So they've, they've virtually closed that, that fishery down, like for recreational fishermen that um, uh, and the tourist industry, which was quite big, you know, for Sejuna and places like that where people used to um, go down there to do a bit of snapper fishing. And uh, I believe that's heading up the coast, up the Western Australian coast too. They're talking about the same sort of deal. So yeah, that's yep. right. It's a, it's a bit frightening when they take those sort of steps, you know. It's a lot frightening, Matt. And uh, the problem is, yeah, as I say, we, we've got the the same sort of uh, mentality potentially getting in government uh, in uh, only a couple of months. And, uh, yeah, they're going to be very beholden to the green uh, lobby and the, the dive industry and so forth uh, when they get in. And, yeah, we, we could be in all sorts of bother. Well, I think so. I think so. And, you know, the economical impact of it this is frightening, really, when you think about it. Um, if you look at what the fishing industry, be it recreational, uh, what they uh, put into the economy. So, Tony, uh, thanks for your time this morning. Thanks for jumping in and helping us out. We do appreciate it. Not too easy. You're giving me the flick quick. <laughs>